you have to be okay with not being able to do everything yourself. That, you got to be okay with it. That's, that's what grace means. When you give grace, not only to others, but to yourself, it's to say it is what it is and be okay with it and drop the shame and blame and the judgment. And you are, we are exactly where we're supposed to be. And the hard, the hard work is being okay with that. Inquiring minds want to know, how are entrepreneurs like us daring bravely to build a stage, ditch the sweatpants, and step up to the mic? How do we create our own transformative events so we can get our message out into the world in a bigger way that's not only profitable, but it's actually something we can be proud of? That's the question, and the answers are inside this podcast. My name is Sarah Faefer. Welcome to Green Room Central. Hey, it's Sarah. I have an invitation for you right now. You can join entrepreneurs from across the globe who share a passion for hosting their own events. Become part of the community that inspires and cheers you on over at greenroomcentral.com. Today, I brought into Green Room Central Studios Jan Barlow, founder and CEO of BetterJobFit.org. With over two decades of global business development and job matching experience for global pharmaceutical companies, Jan launched her nonprofit, Better Job Fit, in 2009. Better Job Fit hosts leading edge e learning workshops and live events for people in career transition and consciously advanced leaders. Hey there, Jan. Welcome to Green Room Central Studios. Say hello to Lynchpin Nation. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Jan, I'm thrilled that you're here today, and I'm excited to talk about virtual events with you. And I thought, well, gosh, what better way to start than to hear where you got started with virtual events, because I think it's a lot different than the rest of us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's interesting because I uh, used to work for a global pharmaceutical company and medical device. And so we started out really in the trade shows. So the, the um, healthcare trade shows. So it was really the one event I clearly remember as one of the first is being in Chicago. And we had a live surgery with one of our doctors uh, that was operating with our laser and conducting a live surgery on a real patient. And we were having to transmit it um, through a communications truck in front and in, in front of his office, which was in New Orleans. So left uh, Chicago that morning early, flew into New Orleans, drove to his office, and it was really a true production. We had lights. I mean, it was literally like filming a movie, right? Wow, we have come so far. <laughs> we have. We? <laughs> we have. Wow, and, and I think that's one of my favorite parts about the pandemic is the the light year light years of jumps that we've made innovate in the innovations of virtual events and what we're able to do and how the capabilities are now all within each of us as as entrepreneurs to to host our own and and I just love the accessibility and they've proven to be so wildly successful that I think it's now always going to be a an and we're not ever going to get rid of virtual events because it opens up the opportunity to so many more people to be a part of the event. Now, I know that you have 
since left the the corporate world and have been on your own for quite some time as an entrepreneur and are doing your own virtual events. And I'd love for you to share that evolution and and where you're where you're going today with your events. Well, thank you so much for asking, uh, Sarah. Really, I left corporate America back in 2007, it was really, and started my own business officially in 2009. We started Better Job Fit and started first working with uh, veterans and foster care alumni. But we then started to do virtual back in 2018 when our services were being I guess requested really from the career networking group. So we started to do live workshops at you know the areas around Texas. But then we were getting requests from career networking groups from other states. So we started doing virtual workshops in 2019. And then of course the pandemic. So we had our first so-called event, just a small little five hour event, but that was in 2020. And then kicked it up a notch in 2021. So tell me what 2021 looked like. So we started started saying, okay, let's kind of do this small. We didn't want to do the virtual trade show, you know, model with booths and stuff like that. We just really wanted to create, we took our five speaker event and we really wanted to provide some good sponsorship add-ons to people, right? Instead of a logo and a hot link. So we had three months of content marketing of live stream events. We had a meeting like breakout rooms, just small little topic uh, get togethers that people could talk and really just share experiences. And then that led up to a three day virtual event. So that with speakers during the day, we had uh, breakout sessions in between. Um, but I got to tell you, Sarah, that leading up to that, the work, I mean, it was me and we had uh, a member of our team that worked six to 10 hours. That's it. So it was a lot of work that a lot of people really don't, they don't see it, right? Unless you do it, you really don't know <laughs> what's involved, um, you know, because I found all the speakers, I co-created with all the speakers, you're uh, communicating back and forth, you're, you know, making sure that, you know, all the agreements and are signed. Um, so I got to be honest, that was really, that pushed me almost over to the edge when it comes to stress. But I love that I did the experience so I can say, hey, this is what we did. Looking at what we did, and evaluating it and saying, hey, what did we really like about it? What do we wish that we didn't, you know, don't want to take with us, right? It's not like judging it and saying, oh, this was bad. That's one thing I think really was, is a lesson that when you're looking at your events or whatever you do, you make the best decision that you can make at that moment and you experience it and look at it and say, okay, if we're going to do this again, what would we change? What does the next one look like? So we don't talk in shame or blame or good or bad judgment. We look at it and say, dang, that just kicked my, my butt. And I, you know, I really appreciate that we went through that contrast, but what does the next one look like? Which one, you know, what does that feel like now for you? When you look at kicking it up a notch, 
I think it helps because now you don't, you don't carry failure or that feeling of failure. You just say, okay, what are we going to create now? Right. So this year we're pretty excited because a lot of people that said like, we want to come to a live event. Hey, I don't want you to miss out. Did you know that this conversation always continues inside the Lynchpin Nation community? It's a free modern discussion forum exclusively for Green Room Central listeners that will have a profound impact on the way you look at events in your business. Get answers to your biggest questions, hear behind the scenes nuggets from event leaders, and get access to helpful templates, guides, and checklists as you start and scale events in your business. Be part of the daily discussion with entrepreneurs just like you. You can join for free over at greenroomcentral.com. I'll see you inside. Oh, Jan, I'm so happy to hear that. What a joy for you to hear that your community is ready to be gathering back in person again and for you to be able to go into that space and tap into that live in-person energy again. And I know we talked a bit offline and you shared with me that you're going to be hosting this in person in October of 2022, which is so exciting. And I guess I'd love to dive in a little bit deeper and ask you, what's your mindset then for filling that event, for getting registrants? I really don't have to be tech savvy because I'm not, and I'm not about getting a thousand followers. It's about the relationships and the connection that we make with those people who follow us, right? So to us, it's the relate creating the relationship so over the me, numbers. What's your, what's your secret to creating relationships? Do you think? Just like what our relationship. I mean, you we were referred by somebody, right? I mean, I get a lot of people that refer others to me, and me, you know, me to you know to others, and it's those being open to see what wants to be created. And picking up the phone and saying, hey, let's schedule time to honor, you know, to get to know one another. And then being in that present moment to really enjoy that connection with others. Because then what's, it's called connectional intelligence. So when you're really engaged with others and open to hear about them and I get downloads and people that, and I know, you know, you experience that too. You get these downloads of, Hey, you need to talk to so-and-so, or you'll get a downloaded thought of inspired action. Hey, we might could, you know, we could do this together or have you talked to so-and-so because they could be able, they might be a great uh, guest on your podcast, right? That really, that's the magic of it. To me, that's the magic of it. But it's also, again, leveraging what's other people's strengths. How can you come together to create, to be a full force multiplier together, right? Yeah. And I, I'm guessing Lynchpin Nation right now is wondering, well, how do you create, how do you transition these relationships that you're so good at creating into registrants? So... What's interesting is this. So as, as an entrepreneur, you and I both know that you have to do, sometimes you have to do a lot of different things that may not be your strength. I'm not technical. Okay. I mean, I, I have no interest in it, meaning there's a lot of tech work involved that I know I've, I've had to do, 
but it, it has felt so heavy to have to do it alone. So I invested in myself to reach out and say, okay, I, I got to find somebody who knows tech, who knows how to build a website and, and, and can do that, right? So that was the first step. And then the next step was, okay, let's look at what we have now at the end of the year. So where are we now in that marketing or you know, getting out to our audience? What, what do we need now? So it's always reassessing where are you now and where, what feels good to go to the next? Because a lot of time we get squirreled up because we're talking to you know, people that have been on this entrepreneurial journey and they're further down the road that got, you know, 50,000 followers or, you know, in their email, you know, instead of a thousand, I mean, it's up to us to be okay with where we are now. Cause that's, that's huge. I know for me to constantly criticize or judge myself about, well, gosh, you know, how, why is this taking me so long? And why does it feel so hard to do this? Um, it, you, you have to push through and say, okay, what are my strengths? What, what do I got to, you know, what can I afford or what, how can I create a win-win maybe to help somebody else that maybe this is their strength and in their business and I can bring a strength to help them in their business. So, you know, I got together with other entrepreneurs and we helped one another, right? Because we both, none of us could afford to hire somebody, but we could come together, you know, once a month or whatever to meet for coffee and uh, say, okay, well, what are you doing? Well, what's an easy way? You know, can I, is there a cheap way I can do this? I mean, that really helped me. Um, and then taking the risk of paying, start investing in your business and pay somebody when, when you can to, even if it's small, like an, an intern, you know, look, I can, I can pay you, you know, $12 an hour or $15 an hour, or I have $300. So how, how can you, you know, how can you, we work together, right? It, it's really, now is, is really such a great time to open up that communication with others to say, hey, I need some help. Can, what, 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 can you give me some direction, right? Um, that's the scary part is when you, you start to pay someone for their advice or whatever, or you invest in yourself, but it's, um, it allows you to grow. It, it, you, you got a big girl and big boy business now. Right. That's right. There's something to be said about that. Where have you had to give yourself grace in this event planning process? I tell you, Sarah, that seriously, that June event that we did um, afterwards, I had to give myself grace and say, you know what? You can't do it. You can't. It, you have to be OK with not being able to do everything yourself. That, you got to be okay with it. That's, that's what grace means. When you give grace, not only to others, but to yourself, it's to say it is what it is and be okay with it. Have to be okay with it, you know, and, and lose and drop the shame and blame and the judgment. And you are, we are exactly where we're supposed to be. And the hard, the hard work is being okay with that. Right. And not judging ourselves with other people. I'm always a big advocate for entrepreneurs understanding the process of planning an event that 
so that they understand it well enough that they whatever they create they can repeat because events are such a powerful tool in our businesses but if we let them if we allow them to get out of hand yeah oh it's 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 a very easy to get on that runaway train with events and then it feels like a burden instead of the pure joy yeah. that it is to connect with our communities in person or virtually but in that live setting and we miss out because we feel this dread or of having to go do it again and so i love when people come into live event academy and they get themselves educated so that they are producing things at a scale that's repeatable so that they can do them more often for them right the repeatable for them yeah at that scale and repeatable for them 100 percent nail on the head there jan yeah i i know that we're getting close to the end here and i don't want to i don't want to miss out on asking you a few rapid fire questions if you would indulge me absolutely Uh, I think it would be so fun to know what you tell yourself backstage and on stage. Really, it's it's about making sure that I'm focused on the now. Mm. I mean, being in the present moment, making sure that my head is not on the left side of my brain, so consumed with details of concern or fear or, you know, yeah that it's being in the present moment and really thinking, why am I doing this? Getting back to my why and what excites me about that? Because that energy, right? uh, That energy to pull it in at the present moment is so necessary because people sense when you're not present, Mm. right? But also, you're doing this for yourself. Everybody does. That's what people get squirreled up. They say, oh, I did this for so-and-so, or I did this for so-and-so. No, you're, every human being acts from their, what they want. And if you think that you're doing it for somebody else, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Mm. You know, I mean, but for me, it doesn't matter whether it's backstage or front stage, making sure that I am present in the moment and I recall and and get myself in that vibe of joy of how great it has been leading up to now to create it, to co-create it. Oh, I love that. I love that. What's your best tip for filling your event? I got to tell you, it's it's about leveraging those relationships, always looking for win-win. So like whether for your speakers, uh, sponsors look for the win-win but don't you know and also be observant to who's popping in your bubble that Mm. you already know that that's that can champion for you that can be your champion for me i have to remember i have a phenomenal network and when you're talking about your post on social you need to be tagging your peeps The people that already know you and love you, like, are you kidding me? Right. And just the same as what you need to do for them, right? Make sure that they're tagging you so you can support them. But 
I think it's just really, you don't have to do a lot. Just look at the people that already know and love you and support you and they advocate, they, they champion for you, right? Yeah, exactly. What's your favorite moment at events that you host? I don't mean to be cliche, but again, the moment that I'm in, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it just really, I, I can't emphasize that enough, I guess, because when I was so stressed out doing last year's, the June event, it, I, I missed like toward the, the time that we were like the two weeks before the actual event, I was so stressed. Mm. It didn't make it fun. Like I, it wasn't fun. And, and I, that I don't want to go ever go back. So making sure that I'm in the present moment and I'm checking myself and my stress level and, and putting things in perspective. Uh, and cause I'm the only one that controls that. Like everybody, you control your stress level. You can control how much you take on, right? So it's really honoring yourself so you can honor the event. That's so good. I always tell people, even if they are a solopreneur and they're hosting a small event, they should never be doing it alone because you can't be schlepping boxes into the event and at the same time be 100% present to serve at your highest and best as your highest and best self it is just it can't be it can't be happening both things at the same time no and so i think you you were sensing that leading up that there just wasn't enough capacity within your team to be pulling off what we were pulling off and staying present even though i'm sure it was fabulous <laughs> uh, i gotta tell you though again like you said i mean th- that time that i didn't feel good that I, I was so stressed and I, I wasn't in joy about the whole event. I said, okay, that, <laughs> no, that's, that's on me. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the personal accountability and ownership that you exhibit as such a model for all of us. What's the best thing about hosting your own events? I like the co-creation part of it. I like really being, uh, part, literally the, the being able to be the person that messes with the clay, right. And be able to, to, to enjoy who's popping in my bubble to co-create with that literally I love, right. I mean, I, I never look at I'm the boss because it's all about, I am co-creating with others. And if they have a comment, if they have a suggestion, I listen to it. Yeah, I'm the la- I'm the one that ultimately has to make that decision, but it's the co-creative process that is so rewarding to to come back and say, "Wow, I had such a great time. I met so many great people." Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. Oh, Jan. <laughs> I love you, my friend. I'm just so <laughs> so excited that we met one another. Oh, likewise. Last question for you. I just love to know what you're reading. Uh, okay, guess what? Three books. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay, Play Bigger. Ooh. When I told you that we are Category King, we're, we're literally, with this year's summit, our audience is our consciously advanced leaders. We're a Category King. We are literally using this book um, to really create uh, a category king in, in virtual and live events, a whole new experience. 
and also who we're targeting in consciously advanced leaders. Next is connectional intelligence. Big thing, big thing, connection. When we talk about the downloads that we talk about when you're truly connecting with others. And then of course this one, the new power, right? How, how power works and hyper-connected world and how to leverage it. I mean, I, as you know, I say, I'm just like- I see all of the tabs the on I the mean, books. <laughs> I mean, and cause again, like I keep these handy because I'll be like, okay, what is this? I know there's something in here. <laughs> I know there's something in here that I gotta have. And that's kind of how I roll with that. A lot of people say, oh, you don't read it from forward to back. No, <laughs> you never know what, what, what is in here that's not linear, right? That you, you're called to read about, right? It's just not linear. It doesn't work that way. Oh, this has been such a fun conversation. Uh, um, I know that uh, we're going to link up a bunch of stuff in the show notes so people can find you. The best place is... You can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Also, feel free to give people my email address, jbarlow at betterjobfit.org. Just reach out to me. I'm pretty available and approachable. So, I love that. Jan, it's been such a joy to have you inside of Grinden Central Studios today. And I thank you for gifting us with your time and sharing your perspectives and expertise. Uh, and I wish you all of the best on this year's summit. My friend, thank you so much. And I look forward to staying connected. Thank you for listening to the Green Room Central podcast. If you love this episode with Jan, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it to Instagram. And be sure to tag at Sarah Favor and let me know why did you like it and what did you like to what would you like to hear and who would you like to hear from in the future. That'll help me know what to create for you. Also, if it's on your heart to host your first or next event in 2022 and you need to jumpstart, let's connect for a strategy session. Just go to greenroomcentral.com. In a two-hour intensive private session, I can help you pivot, scale, or start your event vision from scratch. Together, we'll build an actionable plan so that you can feel confident and clear on your next steps. Go to greenroomcentral.com right now to sign up. Now, on average, I spend about an hour a day reading every month of every year. If you love learning on the go as much as I do, go to greenroomcentral.com to get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial of Audible, my audiobook platform of choice and a sponsor of Green Room Central. Right now, I'm listening to Playing Big by Tara Moore, and I am loving it. Perhaps give that one a try. I appreciate your commitment to leveling up and learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep going. Keep learning. If you want more, Head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode.